Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Get Real's Podcast, episode 35. Uh, you guys, we did it. We made it 35 episodes in, um, and you're probably wondering, why are we just only seeing Adam in this intro? What happened to the real talent of the fucking podcast? Relax. She's coming. Okay. Um. We had a, a little technical issue. I forgot to record the first five minutes of the episode. My dumbass self uh, didn't hit record. Uh-oh. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm here to record an intro unless you caught the live show. If you caught the live show, congrats. You, uh, you, you got an intro. Unfortunately, my dumbass didn't hit record. The one job I was supposed to do along with being a co-host and scheduling the guests and scheduling the podcast and recording and, you know, all that. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, today's episode, we have Johnny Elvis with us. Fantastic. An awesome guest. Uh, the first five minutes of the podcast, we talked about, um, well, actually, before, before I talk about that, we've had a little bit of audio issues couple of connection issues um with this podcast christine is using tinfoil internet it is ridiculous uh no i'm kidding she she's just been unlucky when it comes to having a steady strong internet connection because she's working let's be honest guys she's working you know she, she ain't got no time to uh deal with everyone's internet connections you know not like me you know just sitting here i can fix my internet and I do for a little bit, and then it just becomes shitty again. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, the first five minutes of the episode, we talked about Hawaiian Cowboys uh, and her documentary with Allison. Shout out to Allison Week last uh, episode, episode 34, um, in Hawaii. So um, we were talking about that the first five minutes and uh, her time being on set with uh, Allison. So... Without further ado, here's episode 35 with Johnny Elvis. Enjoy. Yeah. And then they, so many of them were born and it was starting to destroy uh, the Hawaiian landscape because they were eating everything and getting into people's business because that's what happens when cattle run amok. And so, kind of like the Hindus, and you know, they just yeah. like cows running around. Yeah, like, well, know. it was kind of like that. And then the monarch was like, "Oh shit, we made a horrible mistake. Let's go invite people from, uh, I think it was Texas that they brought the first. Hell cowboys. yeah, yeah, and to Hawaii, and then they became the Hawaiian cowboys and had their own culture and the poniolos, and they're still to this day still a big part of the Hawaiian culture. So I've yeah. never heard of this. Yeah. This is amazing. Neither have I. Yeah. I gotta go check this out. So yeah, so that's how there are Hawaiian cowboys and they're badasses. And I, I got to see one of their more uh, very important days was a branding day, which is when they've had like new calves and stuff. And they're, yep, they burn their skin off and are like hey you belong to us now you belong to this ranch type thing so it's it was a whole thing and let's just say the first time you see it for the first time it's completely eye-opening and this super brutal feeling but like that is a I heard, way of you, life. Uh, I heard you never forget the smell it was 
I just visually was just shocked as you know, you see the brand and you see it and it's so fast. You see it and then something's on fire. You're like, holy yeah. shit, that cow is on fire. And then then it's gone. And then then you see like with the male cows, they're actually like castrating them as well. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So so they're like, and the dude's just doing it like like no big deal. He's just like do 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 drop the wiener and then like tosses it in some bucket and then like you guys want for lunch. It was just like if you haven't seen so that they have they literally have a bucket of dicks. They have a bucket of dicks. <laughs> they do actually. <laughs> Big old yeah. bucket wow. of cocks. Yes, they do. A whole uh, not a bag of dicks, bucket of dicks. Bucket. Well, it's a bucket of dicks. We're talking three <laughs> times the volume here, John. And then it becomes a bag of dicks. Yeah. So the precursor to bag of dicks is bucket of dicks now. Yes. Yeah. That's something we know now. Yes. All right. I think they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yes, that is what I got to see for like two hours. Like first few times it was like, it took me a while to realize what I was watching because I was so mesmerized by the cow being on fire. Yeah. Um, be like, wow, the cow's on fire. Wow, the cow's on fire. Wow, why is he bleeding so much from that part? And then like, and, you know, they're like, I mean, it's so fast because they like rope the cow, they drive the cow and there's like a whole wrestling match that happens. So they're like wrestling the the calf down and then somebody sits on this cow like literally yeah. sits on them so they like to calm it down so it's like sitting while its skin is being burned off and then and then you just see this person with like a like a knife and you just hear boop 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 and then you see something being thrown into like this little bucket and then like oh shit then the cow's no dick like that's about how bad <laughs> like 20 cows before I realized what was going on. That's oh. not fast. So is that, is that the going rate for bucket of dicks an hour? <laughs> 20, 20 cows. <laughs> That's how you know you're a skilled 20 yola. How many dicks can you cut in an hour? Ooh. Yikes. Yeah, that was like <laughs> oh. unreal. <Ooh>. Completely <laughs> crazy. Like I never I did not expect that. At all. So it probably is a bad sell. Like, hey, yeah, we're gonna you're gonna come and do this documentary and see a bunch of cows get their dicks cut off. Like, no. You know? Yeah, I don't know if it's that bad. I mean, you know, I'm sure there are other fucking worse circumstances. You know, it's yeah, better than like going to a. You mean the cow getting her dick cut off? Yeah, it was very well, yeah. interesting. I learned a lot. Let's just say that it was interesting. Yeah. It was a unique experience. So yes, yeah, so, so so that was what it was, and I. Watched a lot of that. So, that, so I did wild, that. Bro. Yeah. So we, we did a whole branding dick cutoff party, and then I then was was um, do you, are are the cows still protected on Hawaii or uh like you can't you can kill them now. Like oh, they're, you can they're, kill them. they're they're okay. a resource now. Like they, you know what's something else I learned that was crazy is that the reason why it's so expensive to live in Hawaii is much like it is in Japan. So many of, so much of the stuff is imported. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is crazy because like Hawaii is a very rich, fertile, fertile land. And the reason why so much of the stuff has to be imported is because there's not enough demand to warrant building warehouses yeah. to process it. So do you know how they like process the cattle? 
they have to put the cows on a boat to Texas, <laughs> have <laughs> us motherfuckers in Texas kill them, and then uh-huh. send them back to Hawaii. Wow. What? How, yeah. How inefficient that that is. Well, that's yeah, it seems. Can I buy a boat to send cattle to Texas? Yeah. Like, yeah that yeah, sounds yeah. like a very lucrative opportunity. <laughs> right? It's probably a lot more expensive than it is. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a thing. That's why it's so expensive to live in Hawaii because they just don't have the infrastructure to. So they literally just ship all the cows out just to get the meat back. Yes. Right. And do you think of it like this is like modern times, like at least they can put it before they had to like swim the cows somewhere and then like the poniolos had to like fight off sharks. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Fight off sharks while they were trying to get the cows onto these like platforms of the middle of nowhere. Like it's not not gonna lie, I would tell I would pay money to, to see a cow get eaten by a shark. It shouldn't be Sharknado. It should just be like that should like, be the that, thing. Like they should have had a document. Cow versus that. shark. Cow yeah. versus shark. Yeah, fighting off cows while cowboying. Yeah, like that's yeah, it's like Aquaman with less steps. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. that's that's yeah. how they used to do it. But yeah, put the pony on those guys. Yeah, but it was fun. It was very interesting, and I did that. <laughs> and then and then after I I think we woke up at five, and then we started shooting at six, and then we shot till like two, and then I was on a plane. Yeah, you also got to enjoy a little bit of Hawaii. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a great time Hawaii. Yeah, but that's the thing with Christine. She can never truly enjoy vacation. She always has to find an opportunity for work, no matter what. Yeah, but it's not work. Like, you're writing. No, I agree with you. But it's just funny that when you say, yeah, I'm going to take a retreat. It was First, it was a writer's retreat. It was just going to be a... You know her just focusing on the script and then and then like as the week came to it was like yeah i'm gonna be working on this documentary now i'm like oh cool. by the way i'm getting an intense echo um and facebook's hearing it too and i'm okay well, it's because all right we'll just try to go back to this other thing. we'll just move your phone away from the computer it is away from the computer all right let's try this is that better um i can still hear myself a little bit well oh yeah no that's way better oh okay cool all right i was like that the sound was clear off of the phone so i was playing off the phone but still goes it still goes into the computer whatever i just need to know not to play the sound off of the the phone ever but also know some really cool zoom chat so you're behind the um the uh refrigerator and i'm on this side and it looks like we have two different screens Oh, it does look like we have two different screens. But we're, we're actually in the same area, right? Yeah, here. we're in the yeah. same. We can... Yeah. Yeah. But Christine's in a separate office. A I think it's Kelly. Kelly says when she's she has free time, she just creates a new business. Actually, this is true. <laughs> yeah. This is quite true. That's yeah. yeah. Shout out to um uh over and out walkies walkie rentals. <laughs> yes. Which you see, you don't know, but there's like walkies everywhere in in, in this house. So I'm actually at my business partner's uh, apartment right now doing this. Um, my business partner Carl, um, doing the what up, Kelly? With Johnny. So yeah, you just have to seize the. Op- it's all about creating your opportunities and seeing the opportunity jumping on you. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's but it's cool. Johnny and I are here together today because he's like, hey, you need to do more work. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we need to do today. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> so as we all know, Get Realism, we, all, we created it because we wanted a way for people who are getting into the industry or starting in it or just learning to navigate the industry a safe place to ask questions and learn yeah and one of the things that i've been creating but just haven't had someone on my ass about which is what johnny is here to do is light a fire in my ass is create the actual uh class yeah that goes along with it um so coming soon guys there will be some classes that will be pre-recorded that you can buy that's uh with our book about um, basically film set survival 101. So anybody who want, who is their first time ever going on a film set, what they can do to stand out and be successful. Or sometimes a refresher course. Sometimes you just need to, you know, maybe you've been away for a little bit, COVID hit, and you're like, I haven't been on a film set in seven months. Uh, I forgot what 10-1 means, and I really don't need a shit. <laughs> And is that 10-1? That's 10-2. 10 10 two. Two. That's 10-2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 10-2 for the doo-doo. That's how I remember it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll just, you know, be a paletto and just, like, cut my dick off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Be a bucket yeah. of dicks. Yeah. Bucket of dicks. But, yeah, so we're, we're creating that. And then there's another course for, um, like, actors who are wanting to basically control their career path by casting themselves in roles that they would want to do by creating their own content so that's kind of like where we're we're looking at yeah. so yeah so we're today working together on brainstorming out, on outlining and, and, yeah. and everything but yeah johnny's been uh kind of helping out behind the scenes with a lot of our uh marketing for get reels and stuff because i if it were left up to me none of it would get done because i'm being stretch too thin everywhere so well that's that's the only um that's the only speed you know christine is being stretched too thin that's true <laughs> uh johnny how long have you been in the industry shoot uh i started in 2000 late 2011 oh hey nice. we all started, i feel like we all kind of found our footing around the same time yeah i just yeah. graduated high school and uh almost 10 years man yeah almost a debt almost a decade doing yep. this and i still hate actors <laughs> <laughs> so i want to ask you about that why is that why what's the uh, i don't know man like so i think because i, I think it's because uh i been in the game a little long enough to where I can see who the tryhards are. And there's a lot more tryhards than people that are just like, okay with allowing whatever to happen, happen, or people that are make themselves make stuff happen. And you can tell almost right away when you walk in the room, who's a tryhard, who's not, who's, um, who is just content with, you know, getting a bit piece off of, you know, just, you know, The Walking Dead, you got a one-liner, cool, congratulations, it's not going to be your whole career for the rest of your life, and you're talking about it every single day for the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the definition of try hard in your opinion? Uh, 
Okay, so here's a good example. Say maybe you send, for instance, you're like, hey, dude, I saw you on that thing. Congratulations. And your next 45 minutes are shot because they're going to talk about being on set, who they met, taking pictures with this guy, and being in front of the camera, and going to makeup for 10 minutes. And you're like, okay, cool, dude. I've been there. I've done that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Congratulations. Whatever. I got to go. You're doing your job. Yeah. Um, or like, oh shoot, I just got my first act, my first actor's game. I was like, oh, what was it? You know, oh, I was a, I was a background actor for this production. I'm like, good buddy, <laughs> that's fucking yeah. great. Or you know, just like I'm not actually about, on camera, but I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, they talk about um, the process when they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Talk about all the great classes they take in. And I'm like, that's so cool, dude. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I think what you're also trying to say is that like <laughs> other people who are busy doing stuff just don't have time to talk about it. Yeah, you know that makes sense. I think that's the biggest thing. I think the people who are actually doing the work and doing it, we literally don't have time to like to talk about it so, right so. i mean because you guys have better shit to do you guys are creating something right there in the moment it's not like you guys are it's like a list long elaborate ruse where it's just like oh yeah well this is my process and how i became an actor like as if like they're supposed to inspire other people even though they themselves don't really know how they got in that position in the first place you know they're just they're just working to work just like you are but they they see it differently. They see it as if they are deserving to be there instead of acting like, well, no, I, I earned my keep. I earned myself being in this moment, in this set. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I shoot, I and I and I totally understand it from that perspective. Cause like there was a yeah. long time where I had like um, almost imposter syndrome where I was like, yes, yeah, yeah. To be over here, you know, and that was when I was really deep into, oh, look at me, look at me, Johnny the actor. You know, and it took it took quite a bit of time for me to get out of that. And over the course of that, I started resenting. Right. Yeah, for some reason you're frozen on Facebook side. Um, oh. I don't hear anything. I don't see anything on Facebook. Oh, okay. Sorry, Facebook. We're. Oh, well, now she's out of the room. okay sorry facebook we she has a she has a unstable connection and uh yeah it is snowing outside actually it's been snowing for a little bit i'm i'm on my uh, i'm on my phone landline for a little bit because i think the power just went out on the wi-fi nice yeah um okay so, well that's it's totally okay i am i am getting uh, a little bit of a um not a fee 
like a skip, like a glitch. Oh no, now okay. you're good. Now you're good. Whatever okay, you did. Cool. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll get better in a few when, um, I feel like the other Wi-Fi will come back up soon. It's just, it literally was a quick power outage and then I think it reset everything. Cool. So. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, snowing outside, so I, I understand. Yeah. Um, Why, is it not snowing where you are? You're in Texas too? Yeah, it is snowing. What, what did I say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said it's snowing. I said I'm looking uh, outside and it's snowing. And then you're like, snowing over there. I'm like, I know. <laughs> okay, just making sure. I must have misunderstood. But, no, um, you're good. But we were talking yeah. about tryhards and, and actors who, uh, who sort like of... Yeah. I feel like everybody goes through it. Yeah, I think everybody goes through it. I think the yeah. issue that I have with tryhards is that they're so quick to criticize everybody else when they haven't done anything themselves. It's almost like you put other people down because you yourself don't feel like you took it. Right? Yeah, projecting a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, it's been, like I said, it's just been a journey for me. And like, I, I'm recognizing it more, you know, as opposed to like five years ago when I first started getting more, you know, traction in my career. And hey, what do you call it? It's, I've been through a lot of ups and downs. And because of that, like I am a lot more empathetic towards it. At the same time, I, I'm not so much sympathetic towards it, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault someone for wanting to be an actor. I'm gonna fault you for you know just talking about it fucking twenty four seven. Like it's your life. And it's your job. It yeah. Five years ago. Yeah. Because there's a myriad of other topics to discuss. There's that, but also yeah, it just you gotta you gotta remain true to yourself and keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yeah. you, you sort of you oh, sort of have to like. Right. Yeah, like unless somebody asks for advice, that's a different yeah. story. But um, if somebody truly, truly gives a shit, no one really does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I hate to say, works. not even me. I don't want to know about how this other guy got into set dressing or how this other lady, you know, moved uh, across the world just to do art department. Like, that's a great story. Don't get me wrong. But it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, Wait, you've been here for over 10 years and you're still talking about this as if it was like three years ago? Like, yeah. Hmm, okay. There's a time and a place for it. Let's just say yeah. that. There's a time and a place. Absolutely. Everybody, everybody goes through that. Everybody has that thing where it's still new and it's still like so like amazing. I see that, that too. To them. Yeah. You know, um, but it's just eventually when you get a little older in it, it's like, okay, cool. Something you do. Something you like doing, and something you like showing off, but you don't have to show everybody and their dog there, you know? Right. So how do you feel about, like, auditions as an actor? I hate it and I love it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, depends on my mood that day, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it also depends on the actual project. Like, say, for instance, like, I go to audition for a, like, infomercial or, like, a you know, industrial thing. I don't care about the actual product, but I care that I get to play a little bit. I get to have fun. I get to like um, exercise my mind a little bit and see what comes out. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stress over it. I'm not gonna be nervous about it. You know, this is another day of the job. 
Yeah, totally. And it, it's it's funny because like every time uh, I hear anybody talk about an audition, it's always in a negative tone because it's always it always feels like everybody it's like hell. You know, I never myself went through an audition process, but I've I have I've seen even working with you and other actors like, yeah, people talk about the audition process sometimes is just literally a living hell, you know, and I never hear anybody give a positive opinion on an audition, except for if they got the job, of course. But it's, it's part of the process, though. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, like, like I said, like, uh, it's part of the job, like, um, like, your job is to be an auditioner. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the cherry on top is getting the actual role. Right. Yeah. You know, um, what do you call it? And that's that going back to tryhards. Like that's, you, you always hear tryhards talk about auditions, whatever audition they went on and like how they feel bad about this. I'm like, you already did it. It already happened. You know, it's already, you're here. Yeah. yeah. It's already done. Leave it alone. <laughs> that's, that's true. Because you don't see, you don't, you don't see um, even like uh, actors who've done this for, for decades and, and know it like the back of their hand. It's almost like a, yeah, it's almost like another day at the job. Like as if somebody's working at, I don't know, fucking Best Buy, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like, yeah, we're just shooting this shit. We're talking shit and, uh, you know, doing our job. That's, that's the whole fun of it. That's what I love about it so much is, uh, is, is commiserating with with other people and congregating with like-minded individuals who are creative and you know just like youtube everybody everybody has their their story and stuff but you know sometimes it's 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 only left to be desired maybe not all what not not everyone should hear about your story you know not saying it's not a good story but it's still nonetheless there's a time and a place Yes, yeah, so there's a time and a place. Brad says our audio is echoing. I'm sorry, Brad. It's because I'm not. It's two of us right now, like together. So I can't use my headphones, or he won't be able to hear. So it's yeah. that's why it's like echoing because I have to have one of the other audios on. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's we'll figure it out. Yeah. And I and I and I see, Mister uh, Pinky Pants, that uh, you didn't just automatically blame me for the audio issue. So I I congratulate you. Okay. It's my fault. <laughs> it, listen, he didn't pin the blame on anybody. It could be me, but I well, know my internet connection is fire, well, and my audio the is fire. On one and turned all the audio on. I was trying, but I can't seem to mute the one that's on. I don't know how to Instagram mute this. Unfortunately, that's what I was trying to do is figure out how to mute the audio on here coming out. But I can't really well, hear that one. It is it, up to it, you that we coming. are yeah. we are so approaching. I'm turn this one down just a little bit so that it like adds up into one big speaker. Who knows? Whatever. Hopefully, we are at thirty minutes. Unless yes. you want to go for an hour, do we have an hour? Or we're going. We're we'll going go forty-five. Let's do forty-five. Let's, go forty-five. Do in between, right. just because John and I got work to do. Not yeah. that this isn't. <laughs> No, you hate me, Christine. I have more important things to do. Just kidding. Yeah, no, Christine hates me. And she was like, can you fucking do hey guys, something with your life? I took time out of my birthday to be here. Today, okay. yes, today's John's birthday. Which yes. is crazy. Like, the fact that you're here on your birthday means a lot, Johnny. So we appreciate you for, for, for joining us and stuff. But I do have a, another question for you, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. So when you, uh, did you always know you want to be an actor? 
or did it just sort of like fall in your lap somehow no no, no? um my uncle signed me up at the mall i wasn't even there you guys signed what? up at the mall <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Wow! That's amazing. For like a TV show or something, or like a pilot? No, it was. Um, uh, believe it or not, it was for Barbizon. What's Barbizon? Barbizon is like the people at the mall say, "Hey, you should be an actor. You should be a model. Sign up right here. Pay us this much oh, money." Oh, right. <laughs> and like you know, if it wasn't for it actually happening to me, I would totally swear it's a scam. I um, thought it was a scam because we had the same thing at my mall when I worked there, but it was called Star Card or something like that. And uh, there's, there's, there's a couple of them out there. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely everywhere. And they come to my mall all the time in California when I when I used to live there. And it, it was the funniest fucking thing because you see like moms with little kids like signing their own kid up and stuff. It's 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 crazy. It's it's yeah, something it's, it's something like wild. I, said, I wasn't sure. even there. I wasn't even there. My uncle signed me up and said, Hey, you ever thought about being an actor or a model? I'm like yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. Let's try this out. And oh, so you were on board. You were like, let's let's try it out and see. Yeah, see I, I was just dumb enough to say yes. And uh, ten years later, I'm doing it still. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, I've I've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he they literally signed yeah. me at the mall, and uh, I found an agent shortly after that because of that. And like I said, if it wasn't for it actually happening for me. I would have sworn it was, you know, a scam, mm -hmm. you know, just because it just, it just feels scammy, you know, like, and well, like looking right. back, like some of this stuff was just really just like, and like I said, the, the best word I could say is just, just scammy, you know, like they, they build you up to like, you could be the next biggest star and, you know, play on your emotions, you know, that, that goes in depth, like deep ingrained with anybody that like, oh, I can do anything type thing. And some people it's just not cut out for them, but it's also at the same time, why not try? And so I'm not going to knock it because I, I went through it, but at the same time, I, I will say it's very unlikely that were to happen. Because it, it feels weird, especially that it's in the mall, right? Because it's- That's so it, weird. It, because That's so it's, cool. That you yeah, it's also right next mall. to like the sweepstakes to like own a car that's yeah, in like, the mall like, and stuff. Know, Annie's pretzels or whatever, you know? <laughs> right next like, to Jamba Juice. <laughs> So, so, what, so what was the process you got signed up and then what happened uh so i got signed up and they had me go to this audition in san marcus mm -hmm. uh, i was living in uh rockport at the time uh, where i grew up and so me and my dad got a bus to san marcus and walked like three miles to the the, comp the conference center over there the uh, embassy suites and uh I auditioned over there with like 500 kids and um, they, they asked me to, if I, you know, they, they liked me and they asked me if I wanted to compete with other kids around the country for like scholarships and like, you know, getting signed and bullshit like that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. And like, they're like, yeah, well, it's three grand to get on the ship with us and to try oh. it out. And like, Okay, I didn't have three grand at the time, so I I scrimped and saved and did a lot of uh, did a lot of uh, odd jobs here and there to scrap with some cash and uh, paid for it and got put on this carnival cruise ship with like a thousand other kids and um, from there we we competed. I would do like model 
blogs or like commercial script things and like walk a runway and I'll, I'm five six on a good day I knew I wasn't gonna be a model you know and on a so, good day <laughs> on a real good day yeah five six solid five six um wear boots five seven and a half <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up I like that yeah um but uh they uh what they call they had at the very end of the cruise was called a callback day and all the agents that had interest in you and like thought you were good they talked with you and you had an opportunity to talk with them more off the ship and possibly get signed hmm. and um i see one of the agents on there you know we had talked and they're like well we're based in texas and that was the closest place i could be at without just uprooting and going to la or new york or miami you know and um, I signed with them, uh, dropped everything I had, moved to San Antonio, and uh, started my journey. And then about a year later, uh, I get on Under the Dome. And that was that. Was that. It was since then I've been acting. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy story. It's actually yeah, like, like I said, it's, it's not, like I said, if it wasn't for it actually happening for me, I would I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. And I still don't actually recommend it to anybody to sign up at a mall, but I'm not saying it's all a scam because obviously I wouldn't be here if it was. It's crazy. It, I, it's like works. it's that old George Carlin quote for like comedians who want to be a comedian and he was like comedy is for everybody but it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I just love that quote. It's like, you don't know how, how much it takes to become a comedian, much less an actor, because it does take really, really hard work and persistence. I, 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 give, more, I give more credence to, to comedians and actors, to tell you the truth. I give more credence to musicians and actors. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because you could be a shitty actor and still get roles. Yeah. You can't be a shitty com- comedian and still keep on keeping no. on. Mm. You know, or, or a shitty musician. Like, eventually someone's going to figure out, oh, fucking dubstep sucks, bro. You know? Unless you're a TikToker. And then you're getting, like, millions of hits. Then you're all it, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a niche for everybody. But, yeah, you know, like I said, you can't be a shitty musician and expect to keep on getting gigs. Exactly. It's like yeah, almost you get, any you job. You a shitty actor and get all the gigs. Look at Keanu Reeves. He is a horrible actor. <laughs> Amazing stuff, man. <laughs> like, he just happens to be in great movies. He's improved significantly, I would say. Improves a great way to say it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. yeah, from like Bill and Ted to John Wick. Whoa. He's getting roles that cater to his inability to act. Yeah. Like I said, it's, I he, he's a shitty actor in great movies. Apparently, he's and a he's terrible a musician, too. I heard that somehow. I never heard his music, but apparently he's not a good musician. <laughs> that's I think that's Johnny Depp. He's a great actor, though. He's a right. musician, though. He played with just, like everybody. He only knows maybe one chord, and he plays it okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, dude, that's awesome. It, because it seems like you're much like I wouldn't say you're you're more than an actor, but I I can say that because you you do have that creative. Thing like Christine has, where it's like you you have this imagination that that does that does go wild from time to time. Do you feel like 
you have that creativity to do something more than acting or do you feel like acting is just just the way to go no you're more that's where you're i'm more yeah yeah i think i'm more of an entrepreneurial i'm more big picture stuff like if it's gonna help me make money why not try it um right but at the same time i do enjoy creating things i enjoy the process of like sitting down and being like this is in my mind how do i get it out there right you know Um, yeah i think there is a there is a more so now than before i think there is a special group niche group of people who are entrepreneurial creatives i think that should be a new like term it's always been there but like i think there's there i'm finding more and more people who are extremely entrepreneur minded because entrepreneurship is a creative process um but are artists as well as well but are finding ways to like yeah capitalize and market because I, I i i think that i definitely have a time limit on this on i'm acting i had something it's something i love doing don't get me wrong but it's not something that i'm in love with right. i love it i'm not in love with it i so as with any relationship that you're loving but you're not in love with there's going to be a time when you break up and there's there's definitely a time when i'm going to hang up my acting cape or whatever it is um i haven't found it yet but i know it's yeah i hope it's not soon because you're you're fantastic at your work my man i don't i don't want to see you not working you know i uh it's definitely great to to see you especially like when i watched do better uh you were fucking awesome in it you're great in it so i i hope i hope that continues in in some way shape or form because it feels like you are yourself in a way even though it is a different character and, and all this stuff and you're improvising there's a lot that. of you in that character though yeah but I, your personality sheds my own stuff yeah uh i i think that's you know, i think that should be in most acting like you you find a way to where you uh can relate it to your own place relate it to your own you know ego um and that's where it should be based out of. Even, even with like some crazy, you know, serial killer mindset, it's everybody has that somewhere deep inside with them, whether or not they believe it or not themselves. It's, you know, finding that part of you that maybe it's almost like even like a, a past life almost to where you're like, oh, I can find that deep, ugly part of me and bring it out. Or you can find like what I do with most of my humorous roles is just like, let me just be my same dumbass self and have a good time. Yeah. You know? yeah. Because life is um, way too short to keep it 100% serious all the time and work, you know, it's that, I mean, absolutely it's not. like, yeah, you just, you know, you become a grump. Yeah, well, because I mean, it's it's a it, if you like the movie or not, it's that old shining bit, like in the towards the end of the movie, all work no play makes Jack a dull boy. That scene, like it does, sort of have that weird sort of connection, especially when you are, you know, isolated like where we are now during this coronavirus. It's very yeah. easy to just shoot it off and say like yeah well the pandemic yeah well the pandemic i can't do anything because of pandemic the pandemic the sucks it's you know can't do can't do anything whereas for people like you and christine you see opportunity more than <laughs> obstacles you know <laughs> well i think necessity is well i mean necessity is the mother of invention 
um you know when the pandemic hit like i was down and out i had my like my last hundred bucks in my bank account before the stimulus hit right right and so what i did was i started an online business you know and it paid for it paid for my living expenses even before you know the covid stimulus check hit wow but what do you call it um you know like there 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 will always be people and I, i've thought about this a lot before there's there what the pandemic brought to the forefront was it showed people that um can take care of themselves and it also showed people that rely on other people to take care of things for them Ooh, i like that um yeah. and like and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not speaking down on the people that rely that relied on the government no. relied on you know other businesses opening back up to get a living but at the same time you know that those are not people that i'm wanting going to want to do business with um but it also showed me people that i never even thought would have had an entrepreneurial bone in their body actually rise up pull themselves out of the bootstraps and like make stuff happen to make sure they got an income and you know i think that's i think that's something that really is, is showing during this uh pandemic also is like creatives as well making art making stuff that brings joy not only to them but to other people or it doesn't even have to be joy but it brings out an emotion like i know this one guy his name is jet and he makes this up these great paintings he's been painting one single painting every day since covid hit and wow. a lot of them are politically charged a lot of them are, are, are you know this other day they bring an emotion but at the same time it's a outlet for creativity that, that he might not otherwise have had time to do every day you know without and the pandemic yeah yeah but like it it as as bad as what happened as what's been happening has happened it also brought a lot of really big powerful changes in this world that i think will just have a ripple effect throughout for maybe 10 more years even so you do you believe uh, we're going to take this bad boy for a landing we're about 45 minutes in um just to wrap it all up, it's kind of like a two-part question. Um, first is, what is the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? And the second part to it is, uh, what can we take away from the pandemic? The best quality of the pandemic. Okay. Uh, best piece of advice. Nike. Or, Nike. you know, what's his name? Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. do it. Just do it. Just fucking do it, you guys. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Believe in your dreams. Conquer it. Do it. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. I, um, hey, that's, that's, it's only a few simple words, but it means the most, especially during the pandemic, because now we have nothing but time to just do it. You have nothing but excuses, too. That's the thing. Yeah. That's also the other thing. Yeah. If you're that's like me and is a procrastinator, that... you got it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, that's the thing. There's always going to be excuses, and and I think what separates people who have been doing okay during the pandemic, pandemic, and who haven't. This is minus if you get COVID and stuff like that. This is separate from this, but um, from is that there will always be excuses. And if you're one big walking excuse, you'll find another excuse, whether it's the yeah. pandemic or something else, you know? But like the way I saw 
this time was, wow, the world has slowed down. I'm forced to slow down. What can I do during this time to slow down? And it was like getting some business started, working on stuff that I wasn't able to while I was been on set, writing, you know, everything. I saw this as an opportunity, really. And so it's perspective. I think it's people who continue to succeed and continue to make things happen is because they're able to see things in a different perspective. And sometimes just changing your mindset is the difference between having a shit ton of excuses, not being able to get out of bed and do anything and being sad and depressed versus somebody who sees it as, oh, this is a time when I'm not crazy busy and I get to reconnect with friends. I get to you know, reconnect with some of my hobbies. I get to like reinvent myself slash create and write and use this time to, to build and make myself a better version so that when things, the world does open up, I am at my peak maximum capacity. So performance. It's almost like what happened with the, with the plague, the bubonic plague right after that was the Renaissance. Yeah. Yep. It's it all was, about they, people art were like, and culture. I am not dead. I have all the time in the world. I have, you know, uh, honed this skill and now it's time to flourish. Now it's time to paint a church. Yeah. 16 chapters. It's perspective. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Just do it. Exactly. Just Just do it. Do it. (laughs) Just do it. Believe in your dreams. Okay, guys. Facebook, Instagram, believe in your dreams. We're going (laughs) to... We're going to be taking this bad boy for a landing. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, Instagram. We appreciate you. Uh, sorry for the power outage. Hopefully, sorry for the power outage, difficult. but it's it's okay. There were some technical difficulties, uh, but we're we're back on track. We're here. We're gonna we're actually gonna be taking a week off next week, unfortunately. So no get realism's podcast. Not next live week. podcast, but I did I did film yes. another podcast this morning with Indie Darlings, uh, Nice Moreau. So so you're not gonna catch realism. a get realism's with Adam, but you're gonna get. Realisms with oh. Christine Chen. And let's oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Uh oh. One more thing. One more thing. Uno One mas. more thing. No, what happened? Have it? Have it? Oh, yes. Get your Get Realisms book. Get www.getrealisms.com. Get Realisms, really boy. Yes. This is why we, yes, remember to get your Get Check out that book. background, yo. Use the time to figure out and come out of it. And just do it. Just Just do it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Facebook. Peace out. out. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, thank you, John. We appreciate you. Yeah. I hope you liked it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had fun. Um, I had a lot of fun. I had, I, like, so I was telling Christine, like, I'm notoriously bad at interviews, and <laughs> this yeah. isn't an interview, buddy. <laughs> I know, and this, I like this format, because, like, it's just, like, I'm not actually, the spotlight's not necessarily on me. No, no. <laughs> mostly, uh, oops, it's mostly on Christine and her yeah. uh, shitty schedule. I'm kidding. Kidding. No, it's mostly an excuse for us all to hang out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, I mean, we talked about it. Uh,